Yes, yes, big up guys, it's Scroops, Grand School member, producer, artist, here with Ear to the Streets, let you have a little bit of an insight on what I've been getting up to and that. Yeah man, I think from the jump man, obviously I've been, I've been listening to a lot of your stuff from I think probably 2017, 2016, I remember, I remember going on to... Um, everyday grime i think it was called yeah on youtube man and i remember a lot of the stuff on there was you and l star was another one but definitely you and l star were the two and audio slugs i think maybe at that time as well there's a lot of like producers that i remember listening to at the time and flipping yeah you man were moving mad then because you were like constantly dropping new new rhythms like every every day did you have a tune called piano don and and show them I did, yeah, yeah. Piano done. There's a refix there as well with um, other beats. That's quite a sick refix, that you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that, and I think on job there was another one thing called on job. They were like they were my free go tos, man. Because obviously I used to write, and I still write now. But yeah, when I was the MC, I used to obviously like go on YouTube and just get bars, uh, get beats to write bars to, and so you and L Star were the two man that I used to go to, man, for the rhythms, man. You had yeah, that a lot. Big that, bro. Love for that. What got, what got you into producing, man? How did you get into that? So, um, pretty much it started when I was in like year seven or eight. A couple of the older people who are chilled have got me into grime. They, they give me an MP3 player for free with loads of grime tunes on it. Yeah, yeah. I started listening to that and then I got, I got sucked into it. I loved it. So I started researching on the internet how I can make my own beats and how I can go studio myself and stuff like that. And... I, I figured out how to get an FL studio. So I started <laughs> yeah. that on the demo version. And I just used to mess about putting like mad beats on there. There's a few that I'm not even going to tell you the links to because they're terrible. Mm. But mm. yeah, I just, I've done that really. I just searched it all and went on YouTube, looked at what the producers were doing their stuff and checking yeah, in the views of other producers and pretty much trying to make my own little pathway. I follow the people who I look up to, like people like Rude Kid, yeah, Sir Spyro, and West is another one. He's a, he's a newcomer because I've been listening to Grime for long, but West is another one. He's sick, man. They're sick. cold. Mm. Yeah, man. So I remember. So when you got into it, like you just sort of taught yourself. You didn't. You didn't really like. You didn't have any like. Um, you didn't know how to play like an instrument like pianos or nothing before you started producing. You just literally taught yourself. Yeah, and you know what's mad is um, school noticed that that's what I was really into and that's what my main focus was. So when I was in school, he actually got a DJ to come in just for me and one of my friends who was from London. And we yeah, got yeah, taught how it. to um, like mix and do DJing and make beats from scratch and stuff. We used to get our own little class on the side because I used to suffer with like ADHD and, and stuff like that and I found it hard to control my emotions. So that was like the mm. place I'd go to to channel everything and learn stuff yeah man and i've heard that man because i think a lot of people they use like music it's like an escape in it like just 
not even from anything, but just to channel their their vibe somewhere else. And I think I, I, I know me personally as well. Like I've always tried to do that. You know, if like I just need to go and do something for a couple of hours and just you know, some man go to the gym like seventy hours a day or whatever. Yeah. For me, it's music, and it like I just zone into music and yeah, start. Same writing, you, know, same. you know what I mean? So yeah, I hear you on that one, man. But um, you mentioned Spyro Rukid, man. Any any other people that inspired you, like, to get you into it? Do you know what? There's so many to mention. I could just get, I could speak all day about the producers that I listen to, like Iron Soul, each co-producer, man. Um, Dubster is another co-producer. I've clashed him as well in the past. He's a very good producer. Mm. Um, there's that many, bro. I'll be here forever just listening. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to lie to you. It's true, man. It's true, it's true. But, yeah, no, nah, I think I think it's mad as well because it's only recently that producers have really been getting the recognition and it, like the the credit that they deserve. Like normally, it used to just be they used to kind of be in the background, didn't it? Like you'd hear the artist, but you wouldn't really know who produced the beat. But it seems like now, like I know, I think you've got um, your EP or you got an EP called Corrupted, didn't it? Um, the Virus EP. The Virus EP, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, Corrupted's on there though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. Even back then, it was very like rare for producers to have like instrumental EPs, and obviously, like it's a it's a known thing now for producers not even to use MCs; they just drop the the, the instrumentals themselves. Yeah, I know I MC and stuff as well, but yeah, yeah, yeah. This, this day and age, for producers, it, it's an art form. You're just as good as the MC, if not better, because you're producing the music for them to go off. That's what I'm saying. So it's only right to release your own albums and stuff like that. Like speaking for myself as a producer, I'd love to produce an album where I'm not emceeing on it. I've just got other artists on it, like Lady Shocker and people like Getz and all the big MCs, and it's all my beats. That's what I'd love to do as a producer. And I can imagine that a lot of other producers would like to do that type of thing as well. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's it's, it's possible, man. Because I think I think Grimes changed now. It's not like back in the day. Like I was having a conversation the other week with someone, and like obviously when Grimes started, it was very predominantly in London or a bit of Birmingham. And then obviously it was in Manchester as well, but London was obviously the place that everyone would go to. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? So I think now it's different where like, obviously people like um, Bugsy and them man up north have, have changed things a little bit for, yeah. for art. And also at Magia, yeah, I didn't know before Bugsy was famous. Mm. He used to go to this youth club every Wednesday night and Bugs used to spit bars there. This is well before he was big. When he yeah, was yeah, yeah. I've actually got a few tunes of Bugsy's when he was a kid, man, when he before. was a teenager. And that's yeah, how I yeah. got into it because I just used to look at these guys and be inspired and think, I want to do this, man. Yeah, no, that's sick, man. And that's what I'm saying, like, even just that. So then, like, because that that inspired you, that will inspire someone else, and then it's just a ripple effects. And I think now it's a lot easier to access... Do you get me? You could just go online now and DM Getz or whoever and say, got these rhythms. And he could like six out of the seven that you send and then he puts them all on his album. Do you know what I'm saying? So the accessibility is there for everyone to just jump on and, and connect with people. Whereas four or five years ago, it wasn't like that. You couldn't you couldn't just jump on online and, and message a Getz. Do you get what I mean? Like you'd have to go through four or five people to get to him. The internet's such a good thing now for collaborating and reaching out to people. That's my goal Mm. too for to network the internet. Yeah, yeah, no, I hear that, man. Sick, man. It's sick. But who's some of your favourite MCs as well? Who who you got in your top 
top MCs like Calibre for for lyrics and stuff like that. Obviously, you know what? Gets- yeah, I've, I've got to, I've got to keep it real in it. My first ever favorite MC, so I've got to keep him number one is Shifter. I know he doesn't do a lot now, but but, but I tell you what, he'll always be my top one because he's from Manchester and he inspired me big time. But MCs that I rate are like Gets, Frisco, Devlin. I like a lot of American artists as well, you know. Yeah, 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 man. You, who's some of your American ones? So I like um, I like Kodak Black. He's quite sick, you know. Yeah. Not many people yeah. like really like him, but I like his vibe. I like the beats he uses and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest. I don't really, I don't really listen to him. But I, if, if song comes on, you can kind of know it's him because it's quite distinctive. Like the the beat and just him in general, I think it's quite distinctive. So you can tell it's him. Yeah, definitely. I like um, Hobson as well. I think he is another really good MC. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Cold, cold, man. Um, you said your MC as well. So, any any collaborations that you'd want to do with people, who, who who would they be? Um, I'd like to do some stuff with Lady Shocker. I've actually got a collaboration with her that's in the works at the moment that should be coming out on Frankie Staywalk's next EP. Yeah, but yeah. I'd, I'd like to work with Lady Shocker a little bit more. Snooper Moore, who's also from Grime School. Pups, who's also from Grime School, I'd like to work more with. I've just done a tune with my cousin, which is on his on his EP, called Blowing It Up. That's a sick tune. I'd like to do some more like that with him. Yeah, yeah, to, be honest, yeah. to be honest, though, at the moment, I'm trying to find my own sound and try and make music on my own without relying on other people too much. Yeah. No, that makes sense, man. That makes sense. But, yeah, I think, I think that's the way forward as well. Like, I think... I think if you, if you can find your own sound and your own niche and, and what works for you, then it's a lot easier to network that as well, isn't it? So I think that's a that's a good way of moving through, through the scene as well. Yeah. What do you think about like the, the scene at the moment as a whole, like in terms of, because obviously people have like a love-hate relationship it, with Graham. Sometimes they love it, sometimes they don't. And then obviously some people said it was dead. Oh, man, the scene's exciting at the moment, you know, with yeah, all the crashing yeah. that's going on with, like, um, JK and Chip, mm. Wyler, Stormzer, everything. Yeah. I think this year it's quite exciting because we don't know what's going to happen. Chip's releasing his third tune against Stormzer in the next couple of days. What, what, do you think, what do you think about all that? What do you think about all that? It's good, man. It's good for the scene. We need this. It's healthy. Yeah, healthy, competitive, isn't it? Like, I think that's what it's built off as well. Like, people forget that this is what the scene was built off of, of clashing and the pirate radio mentality. Yeah, it's, it's obviously people want to make money, but when you think back to Esky, early Eskimo dances and Lord of the, early or Lord of the Mics before it was commercialised, that's what it was about. Yeah, to me, it's like a sport. Do you know what I mean? There's competitiveness. Yeah. Everyone wants to be the best and everyone wants to compete. And as long as you keep it the music, then it's it's only going to get better, and you're only going to get positive things from it. Yeah, definitely, I agree, man. I agree. But you know, um, obviously, producing is there any other software that you use apart from Fruity Loops as well, or is it just FL? No, you know what? I can I can use quite a few softwares. I just I just love Fruity Loops. I can use Logic. I can do a little bit of Ableton. Um, there's a couple of music programs I've got that are not too like out there big names but I use them with mm. FR Studio like I'll make loops and stuff on these smaller software programs and I'll bounce them out and then I'll bring them into FR Studio and then I'll yeah. play with them a little bit more do you know what I mean I don't restrict myself to one thing 
Yeah, I could make way. I could make a loop on my phone on GarageBand and then think, do you know what? I'll drag that into FL Studio and I'll do this, 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 and this, and make it yeah. sound this way. Yeah, no, that's it, man. I like that. I like that a lot as well because I think for me, like obviously Logic and FL are the go tos, but there's a lot of other software out there that people aren't even aware of, and even some of the plugins as well, like some of them that are free. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you can just you can manipulate all the sounds in these free plugins and then bounce them, like you said, into any of the, the, the FL studios or logics as well. Yeah, I'll tell you what, some of my most viewed beats are ones that I've done that with as well. Like um what beats it called now? Second not second thoughts. Um it's the one that if you've done a track two five minutes a minute, there's like a marimba loop in the background. I've done that on a VST called Ignite Air, which I got for free. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used that, bounced it out, put it into logic, and then that's how I made that beat. Yeah, man. And that's what people forget that, like, as much as a lot of um, work goes into making a beat, sometimes it's just a, a case of, like, not trial and error. Well, I suppose it is. It's like trial and error. You might do something that doesn't work. You might not, you might do something that you don't even know technically how it's going to come out, but it comes out sick. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. What's your What's your process in terms of, like, have you got, like, a structured process when you, you, you make your beats, or is it just whatever you feel is there. Do you start with your snare? Do you start with the, do you know what I'm saying? What do, what do you normally start with? So for me, what I like to do is I like to start with a 16 bar loop. Mm. So I build 16 bars of a beat, which is going to be the verse section. And I'll keep building on that and building on that and building on that until I've got a nice vibe going along. And then once I've got that, I'll start breaking that down. And then yeah, I'll yeah. use that main 16 bar to then arrange the full song around. So I might take, instrument one and two and use them just in the intro for eight bars and then add a couple of drums and then when I drop it I'll add the full 16 that I originally started creating yeah yeah man that makes sense though and I think everyone's got their own way of doing it but and there is no right or wrong way some I know some men that start with like kicks and shit like that you know what I mean it's just yeah do you know what every time I start a beat it's different I never start the same way every time but that's like a like a kind of guide that I go against nowadays. I just do me 16 bars and then break it down and move from there. Yeah, man. No, I think, yeah, like I said, yeah, I think everyone's different. They're going to have different ways of doing it, but yeah, man, I think that's, I think it's, um, I think that's decent still. Have you, is, is it you that's got a song called Drip? It is, isn't it? Yeah, man, that's uh, me. Put some grind school and my cousin on that tune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I listened to that last week and that's, I can't remember who else was on it, but I know you're definitely on there. Man, that's yeah, cool. man, I, I'm the last one, the last verse in it. Yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah, man, uh, make sure people go and check out my latest single that's just dropped, Grime, that's been being supported on BBC Music Introducing in Manchester. I reckon yeah. um, everyone's going to like that one. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll put the link in that one as well because your, your work rate's mad. Like, I remember, like I said, I remember from 2017, 18, 19, this year, I remember like always clicking on that everyday grime and it was always your name that was always in there with different rhythms. So I know your work rate's a bit mad. So I mean yeah. not, not many not many producers do that. Do you know what I mean? Like they'll 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 drop a couple of rhythms and then you won't hear from them and then they'll come back again, do a couple more. But it seemed like you were just constantly relentless with it. Yeah, gotta be done, man. It's gotta be done. Mm. Yeah, that's true, man. So just like for the other, because obviously when I put this out, I want to try and reach as many people as possible. But if there's people that are trying to get into MC or music production, what, what's your kind of advice that you can try and give them? 
just keep practicing when you start off you, you're not going to be the best nobody's the best when they first start but as long as you keep practicing and you keep trying you can only get better it's only when you give up on yourself that you're never going to make it if you keep going sky's the limit do you know what i mean yeah yeah it's true man it's true and it's the same with anything like i said when it's a sport a weightlifter's not going to get to the same weight and just carry on at that they're always going to push for that little bit more yeah it's true man it's true and i think even even now it's probably the best time for anyone to try and try new things if we because obviously you you've been in manchester i'm based in liverpool so obviously we're in the tier three of the lockdown thing right so obviously right now is the best time for anyone to try and do different things or just create their craft in it yeah definitely yeah man how, how you cope with the lockdown thing um i'm all right me i'm loving it because i've got time yeah. to make music and stuff <laughs> i did test positive for covid a few weeks ago so i was dying yeah, yeah. for about two weeks but I've, i'm seem to be all right now so yeah, time man. to get some more beats made and that yeah man no it's a bit of a mad been a mad year isn't it but like I say to anyone who asks me anything this year, this year is the time to put anything down. You got, you, if you're sitting on music or you've got anything you want to do, this is the year to do it because people have got time to listen to things or read things or whatever. But yeah, man, it's a bit of a mad year. Yeah, definitely. If my advice would be to anyone there is make a lot of music this year and keep it for next year. Yeah, it's a good because point. Because the man. way I work is I'll, I'll get a couple of months worth for work and then I'll upload it. And then as that's uploading, I'd be creating my, nat- my next lot of work and that's why it seems relentless. But it's because yeah, yeah, it's, the yeah. way I, it's the way I work. I plan it like months in advance. You stack and build. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I hear that, man. So where can, obviously I'm going to drop some links in the description, but where can we hear your music is on all the social, uh, the streaming platforms and stuff? Yeah, man. So if you want to listen to my beats, most of them are on YouTube. Just type yeah, in yeah. Scroops or Everyday Empire and they should come up. But if you want to listen to more of my artist side, check out Spotify, iTunes, the online stores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna drop links to them, man. But that's 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 sick, man. But that's that's cold. But um, what can we expect from 2021? Obviously, you got the stack and build beats that you're gonna have there, and obviously you got the collaborations coming out. But is it just more of the same? Um, I'd say 2021. You're looking to see music videos from this year. A bit more yeah, of a yeah. look into what I do and a bit more of me as an artist. I'm still going to be releasing beats because I always release beats, but I think 2021 is more of me as an artist. Yeah, you want to try and do the the shift away from, obviously, you're going to be the producer forever. I think that's just going to be in your blood, but you want to be the, the artist that is seen more as a whole complete artist rather than just the guy behind the, the buttons. Yeah, definitely. And um, with that yeah. being said, I want to use other people's beats as well. I don't want to just use my own beats. So if there's people who want to send me beats, send them on. If I like it, I'll use it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's good as well because some some producers are very sort of, they don't do that. Do you know what I mean? They'd rather just have an all creative control. They don't want to obviously split the percentage of the, the money that comes in off the, the record. But yeah, man, I think it's good to experiment and connect with other artists. Yeah, so, definitely. A million percent. Yeah, man. So... It's just it's just a mad year, bro. I think I think obviously I, I like I said I've been following you for years, so I know that respect, bro. Yeah, you know you know that you've got the work rate up there already, so I don't think you've got any issues with the the the, the artist side. Do you know what I mean? You're already there. You're you're established. So I mean, you just gotta keep doing the same. Yeah, man. You got any your socials? Um, everything's pretty much it's scroops. If you type in it's scroops, I should come up. 
on Twitter at it's Scroops, YouTube it's Scroops, on Facebook it's Scroops, everything it's Scroops. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. What would you say is your, your favourite album in, in Grime? One, or one of your favourite albums? My favourite album in Grime has got to be The Gets Testament 2. Yeah, that's a sick album, man. A million percent. I got that on the day it was released. I listened to it within an hour of buying it and, bro, I've, I've listened to it a million times since. And mm. I think I'll listen to it another million times after that. Yeah, definitely. It's cold. But do you, do you think it's better than the first one? The, the first, the, the first um, Ghetto Gospel? I'll be truthful with you, bro. I didn't really listen to the first one. You know, I was a bit young when that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this, this, go back and listen to the first one. Because I think that one, this one's cold, don't get me wrong. This is a, it's, you know I mean, it's a good body of work. But I think some of his earlier stuff, like the, the first Ghetto Gospel, the mixtapes that he, I think he done like a Christmas EP. That's cold as well. Um, yeah, gets, gets it definitely, for me, the guy, man. Him and Chip, do you know what I mean? And Kano, obviously. Yeah, but, definitely, definitely. You know, when you talk about MCs, I think the lyrical ability do you know what I mean? They're like the final bosses of Grime, bro. When if see if they send for you, going back to Stormzy, if they if they send for you, you gotta reply. You can't. Yeah, it's, it's either that or it's game over, bro. I think yeah, either man. way, it's game over, really, isn't it? Yeah, he's got to reply to that. You reckon he will? Do you reckon Stormzy will reply? Do you know what, bro? I reckon he will reply. You know. You reckon? I hope I so. Man. He might All go right. back at Chip and Wiley at the same time. Yeah, it could do. Could be a smart move. But Stormzy's got it in him to respond, though. Like I think he held his own against Wiley in the, um, their clash as well. I think I don't. Do you think he lost that clash, Stormzy, or do you think he won the Wiley clash? No, I don't think there was a winner or a loser. To be honest, I don't. I never think there's a winner or a loser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think out of the their their um their, their disses though, I think I think Stormzy had the better disses because of the beats though. Do you know what I mean? He tried, yeah. He, his beat selection was brilliant. For the, yeah, for the, do you know what I like about the Storms one is he brought a bit of drill into it and that's what's popping yeah, at the yeah, moment. Yeah. That's what I mean. We haven't even touched on drill, man. But yeah, because you make drill as well. Some of your rhythms are very like, obviously you do drill as well as Graham. So Yeah, yeah. Like what, what do you think the state of drill is going to be in the next couple of months? Like, because obviously it's taken off now, like very similar to Graham as well. Do you know what? I reckon it's just going to be as big as Graham, if not bigger. Probably bigger, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Of, I think the only lot. thing with drill is, in my personal opinion, is we need someone different to come along and speak about something positive in drill. Might sound yeah. daft, but most of drills about street stuff and and doing yeah. bad things. But imagine a drill artist comes along and says a load of positive stuff. It could change the genre totally. Yeah, and I think that's going to happen. I think with anything, people find like I was listening to a UK garage drill beat the other day. Like it's changing already, like an R and B drill beat, like, and I think there's a woman I can't remember her name. This girl, she's singing on the drill beat, so I think that's slowly happening. But yeah, I know what you mean. We need a bit more of that, where it's we're not just talking about, you know, what I mean, the violent side of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, we need like proper, proper, make it a proper genre, not just the road side of it. Yeah, definitely like something for kids to look up to. Yeah, man, because I think it's got, I think it's got a lot of potential. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think there's a lot of, obviously we know about like the heady ones and um, RV, all the, all of them kind of top tier drillers and the guys that are doing it at the top. But there's a load of people at the bottom, like especially the producers, like flipping all like 
they're, they're on another level. Like, yeah, I swear to God, man, drill something else. I'm so much into drill at the moment, producing beats. Yeah, man. I, and I just love the bass in it, man. The, the complication of the bass is just, it's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it's very similar to Grime anyway, but there's so many different variations to draw now as well. Like, if you listen to, like, Millions, his draw's different to Digger D or Dig That's. So it's like, there's loads of different, loads of different, like, pockets of drill, which yeah. I'm, I'm happy about, do you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I think it's going to take off, man. I think it'll take off, you know what I mean? Yeah, man, I've got a bit of advice anyway for people, yeah? So I signed a deal with Universal last year, eight beats i got a couple of racks off it yeah all mm. them beats that i signed up i made previously like months and months beforehand before i sent them to universal so whilst you've got the time now be creative yeah yeah man. because what you make now can affect next year or the year after yeah that's good advice man and people and people don't realize when they're making beats some of their beats that they might think is their shittest beat in the world an A&R or someone might pick that up and say, you know what? I need that. Definitely, bro. Definitely. A million percent. That's happened with me as well, where I've made beats and I thought, nah, this beat's shit. I don't want to put it nowhere. I've sent it to one of my mates and like, oh, I love it. Send me the stems. I want to remix it. Yeah, man. And that's the thing. People don't, what you might like or dislike, another person might just be looking for the exact sound. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. One yeah, man's trash is another man's treasure, as they say. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's definitely some good advice because I think that like you just said, even getting the, the deal with Universal, getting the money and all that, that like you just done that off the, your own back, no help really as such from anyone else. And then do you know what I mean? You're you're turning your, your passion into your work rather than just it being a hobby. Yeah, definitely. You know I always so, dreamed of making uh, money off music and you know what I must have spent a good five six grand on equipment and going to events and networking and all mad things and and I never made that back and then after about four or five years I made that back with that deal so it can happen sometimes you've just got to speculate to accumulate do you know what I mean you've just got to put yeah. your money where your mouth is and just go for it that's true man and I think as well you know, like like you said, sometimes you gotta put that money up front. You gotta flip your own money, invest in yourself, and then hopefully that comes full circle, and then you get the money back like you did in return. Obviously, that doesn't work for everyone, but at the same time as well, you gotta if it doesn't work the first time, don't give up. Just keep trying again. Yeah, keep going, keep going. I've been doing this since I was about twelve, thirteen. I think it took yeah. nearly ten years to make money off music, but now it's different, isn't it? It's mad. Yeah, man. Who was, was like going back when you just mentioned then? Like, obviously, when you're growing up, what was like some of the other American artists that you're listening to? I think I cut you off before when you were talking about them. Yeah, so um, American artists are like like Fifty Cent, Pulse Malone, Nas, DMX. I love Biggie Smalls. I love Tupac. Yeah, man. The old school hip hop man. I'm into that big time. I grew up yeah, on yeah, yeah. Tupac. My auntie loved two back to bits when I was about 10. She gave me all of his tapes and a cassette yeah, yeah, player yeah. and I used to listen to him over and over again. Yeah, so man, that's, that's me. That That's that's me, the UK hip hop, uh, the US hip hop, sorry, I'm rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, like, even over here, like, there's still, we still got our own rap scene as well. But yeah, man, I think, I think that the US was definitely in, instrumental to a lot of people. Like, if you ask any of the producers that you've probably worked with or the MCs, they're probably going to name the same artists you've just mentioned because they've been that instrumental to everyone's life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, 
Yeah, man. I think that's sick as well. I knew even over here, like we obviously we've got gigs. Um, a star, I like A star a little oh, bit. Stop it, bro. A star is one of my favorites. You know, you know what I'm saying. So, and obviously, I didn't really know about him because I'm not from Liverpool. But when I moved up here, he was. The, when I asked people who should I listen to from Liverpool, that's the name they were telling me. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, A star is the guy, bro. The first ever people I worked with from Liverpool showed me A star when I was 18. And I've been a mad fan ever since. I've even seen him live. Yeah, man. He's cold, man. He's cold. I like him. And obviously, the first time I really noticed him was when he did the track with Giggs. You know, he's on Giggs's album, the Landlord album. Oh, he's yeah. Got, yeah, he's got a track on there. So then when I, I heard that, that's the first time I heard A-Star. And I thought, yeah, well, properly heard him. And I thought, yeah, now nah, he's doing stuff there. And that's a good yeah. one, man. I like him. But there's a load of like rappers over here as well, but... I think definitely the American influence was was big for all of us. Do you know what I mean? And you can hear it in a lot of people's productions as well. Yeah. That influence, man. But yeah, man, it's it's, it's good, man. But like I said, man, um, yeah, definitely you can see the, the next year, man, it's going to be going, going well for you, man. As long as you can't stay on that path, I think you got, you got it right where you need it to be, man. And obviously the rhythms are coming out. You're going to be the artist that you need to be. So I think there's definitely a lot for us to look forward to. Yeah, definitely. I'm uh, working on a little drill instrumental EP that you should look forward to in the next upcoming months. Like I said, I'm getting into drill quite a bit and I reckon this one's going to be nice. Very good and very different. Yeah, man. No, I think we'll look out for that one as well. You got any date for that or when it's coming out? Um, you know what? I'm not going to rush it. I want it to be the best quality possible. So I'd say next year now, probably January, yeah. February maybe. Yeah, that's good. That's good, man. And I think, I think, like you said, because it's taken off, like drill. I think it's the perfect time to to do all of that kind of stuff as well. Not to say that grime's dropping off, but I just think that obviously the drill thing is definitely up there as the next thing to blow up. So anything that you can throw out there, and then obviously you know me, I'm going to listen to it. So you know, I think it'll be it'll be good to listen to that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, man, but that, that that's been sick, man. I enjoyed that, man. That was that was good, man. But appreciate you coming on, bro, and all the best for the next year, man. And and obviously go and check out the latest the latest single, Grime. Yeah, yeah, that's out now. So we're gonna drop a link on this as well. Uh, all the other instrumentals as well. We'll put links up for that as well. But no, I appreciate you coming on, bro. Yeah, no problem, bro. One love, love, bro, love, love. <laughs>